Welcome to the Social Propertypreneur Podcast. And here is your host, social media queen, property investor, and entrepreneur, Laura Muse. Welcome, everybody, to the Social Propertypreneurs Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all things raising finance through social media, my absolute favorite subject. So why would you want to raise funds through social media for your business? Maybe you have no money to get started. Maybe you have limited time. So if you're in the property business, this will be very very quite um, specific around property investment. So maybe you've got limited time. So you have the cash, but you are time poor and want to start building um, a property empire. This would be a great way to do that. Maybe you have limited funds. So maybe that you have a lot of time, a lot of experience in property um, investing, but don't have the funds to start doing that. Or maybe you're in a similar situation to me and my husband, where our funds were tied up in other projects. So waiting for remortgages to come through, developments to complete, and the money had got, got tied up, but you still had some amazing opportunities coming in. So limited funds is one of the key things why people do get involved in raising finance through social media. Obviously, you can do this through a few different sources, but I specialize in social media. It's where I've generated over £4 million worth of investment since March 2019. We're currently just going into November. So what about also if you are a deal packager or you are a property investor and you have too many deals? Maybe you can't afford to buy all your deals, but you don't want to risk the relationship with your estate agent. You need to be able to continually and um, frequently offload the deals that your estate agent is giving you because you don't want to damage that um, relationship with them. So obviously finding investors through social media is a key tool for you to do that. Now, why am I so passionate about using social media? So me and my husband have invested in property now for eight years, mainly my husband. When I started in this full time, which was 12 months ago, after we'd sold our other uh, previous businesses, I spent a lot of time going to networking events. Now, I'm not writing off networking events at all, so please don't take it in that context. But I have a young family, so I've got a little girl, she's three years old. The reason that me and my husband wanted to get into property investment full time is to obviously have an influx of money each month so we can leverage our time and have the choice to do what we want to do and when we want to do it. But in the early days, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of networking. As Rob Moore says, your net worth is your network. And that is really true. But what I found with networking is you spend a lot of time and money going to various networking events each month. One month alone, I think I were up at 19 networking events, which is just ridiculous. They're breakfast meets, lunchtime meets, evening meets. And for me, I wanted something that was a one-to-many strategy. And I didn't feel like personally going to networking events was doing that for me. You'd be lucky if you were really good, you'd get through about five people if you'd got some really good information from them. But realistically, you were talking to three, three-ish people. Um, so I wanted to use social media to fast track where I was going. And it kind of really proved its worth in weight in gold. So what do I mean by a one-to-many? So you may go to a networking event and like I've just said, speak to three, five, seven people if you're really good at networking. 
But with social media, you can put one post out and it can reach hundreds, if not thousands of people in one hit. Now, if you consistently did that over a week or over a month, you're reaching thousands of people. Now, the great thing with that is obviously you can do video, which people relate to. Obviously, it's the know, like and trust. With networking, there's normally one meet a month. You go every month. You know, you could have nine touch points within a week with somebody through social media. It's going to take you at least four, five, six months to get to that point. You know, and that's if you are meeting these people in between the networking events, i.e. phone calls, emails, video. Um, maybe you've arranged to meet them one-on-one. It takes a long time to build them relationships. But what I love about social media is it does fast-track that because people see you being consistent they can see that you're knowledgeable and then people relate to you and that's why you build the know, like and trust quicker through social media. Now, the social media platforms out there, there's quite a lot. Now, I don't want to get bogged down and overwhelm people with that today. But if you're not using social media to engage with your potential target market, this is a really, really big reason why. So Hootsuite, um, one of the biggest social media sharing platforms, pulls off reports during the year of kind of active users on the social media platforms. And the one, the, the figures I'm going to quote to you here are the active users of the top social media platforms from July 2019. Now, Facebook has got 2,375 million active users on that platform alone. YouTube has got 2,000 million active users now both of them are massive video platforms and that's the real key thing about building up the know like and trust and that's through video so today i'm going to take you through a four-step system that i've devised um, which has helped me and my students raise money through social media quickly effectively and if i can do this you can do this too so the four-step system is called the Muse system. Yes, that is my surname. Um, <laughs> um, but it is kind of really on point with what you need to be thinking about when you're going out on social media and you're wanting to market, obviously, you and your business. So the first one is the M. This all stands for marketing yourself and your brand. How do you want to be perceived on social media what makes you different to the other people that are doing the same business as you? And what is your unique selling point? Why should people invest with you? Are you trustworthy? Have you got experience in your field? Can you give people social proof of the things that you are doing? Now, this is key, absolute key, social proof. Not enough people give social proof. Have you got live testimonials of the people that you've worked with? This is key to building up know, like, and trust. What pain points can you eradicate from somebody's life, for example? How can you change somebody's life for the benefits of your business? So if someone is short on time, what services can you offer that person for them to start investing in property or maybe sell them another product or service? Marketing you and your brand, know, like, and trust. For me, what know, like, and trust means is you have to be visible, you have to be authentic, and you have to be consistent. 
The great thing I like about social media is when you're consistent, your true personality comes out. If you've been honest um, and authentic, and that's what people buy into. People buy into people these days. And especially if you're looking to raise finance, it's not all about the brand. It's the person they're investing in. That's the person that they want to know. And that's the person that you need to get across on social media. But the only way you can do this is by being visible, being authentic, being yourself, and also being consistent. The second part is the you. And this all stands for understanding your target audience. So I see many a time people just putting loads of content out there, loads of videos, loads of posts. But when you actually look at it, you don't really know who they're potentially targeting or do you even know who you're targeting that to? So I'll be honest, when I first started on social media, I just put as much content out there as possible. I did a video every day for 30 months, uh, sorry, 30 months, 30 days. And I didn't really have a plan of the person I was trying to connect with. But since doing that, it took me seven weeks to raise £600,000 by using this avatar that I'm going to share with you now. So grab a pen. You really need to be thinking about four key areas of the person that you're looking to market yourself to. Now, I've got it on a piece of paper with four boxes. In one box, I've got the person, the actual person. Are they male or female? What is the age range that they're in? What's their marital status? Now, that is important because if you're looking for properties, for example, you could potentially target a certain uh, marital status. If they have children, what age and how many? And also the education level of that person. The second box is all about work lifestyle. So how many hours does that person work per week? So this is going to obviously highlight if they're time poor or if they're not. Occupation, the job title, the annual income and the savings they have in the bank. So if you have someone, for example, who works 80 hours plus a week and has savings in the bank of X, that potentially could be your target market for whatever business you are in. Um, on the flip side of that, if you're looking to collaborate with someone, potentially you could say they, have, they only work 14 hours a week and their um, annual income is X, their job title is X. Um, so they could be working in marketing, for example. But they're basically the key uh, in bits of information that I use when I'm doing my Facebook targeted marketing ad campaigns. Challenges and pain points that that person has. Write these down. What challenges are they facing? And what's their pain point? Is it that they don't have time? Is it that they do have money and no time? Is it that they want to get into property investment but don't have any money? Is it that they have had a bad experience, they're um, a disgruntled landlord and they need advice um, of how potentially their properties could be managed better or, or maybe they're going to get hit with um, Section 24 where obviously they're going to have to be paying the full VAT on their properties, whereas they didn't have to before. Is that a potential opportunity for you to go in with them and potentially do something like serviced accommodation so they can maintain their property, for example? Lifestyle and goals. This is the fourth box. Are they a homeowner? What hobbies do they have? What car do they drive? And what do they enjoy doing? So just to recap, 
were on understanding your target audience and there's four boxes you need to be looking at. The person, it's the self, so male, female, for example, work and lifestyle, challenges and pain points of that person and the lifestyle and goals of that person. So that moves us swiftly on to S, which is the third step in our four-step system. The S is all about the different social media platforms. Now, if you're just starting out on social media, don't get overwhelmed and feel like you need to be on every single one of them. A lot of people do this and it works for them. If you feel slightly nervous and apprehensive about going on social media, focus on one and then gradually build that up as you build up your confidence. Now, I love Facebook. It works really well for me in my business. I've started using LinkedIn a lot more. I recently started generating a lot more inquiries through there. But my go-to social media platform is Facebook. So for my business, I have a Facebook page for my personal. I have a branded Laura Muse page. I also have an I-squared property page for our business. On LinkedIn, I have a personal profile, I have a business profile, and on Instagram, I only use it as myself. We've got a business Twitter profile, but we don't tend to use that as often as we used to do. So I kind of touched on it earlier. So Hootsuite do a lot of market research into this as they're one of the biggest platforms to post social media from. So basically, we should all be on Facebook. Facebook is the biggest platform out there. Um, Like I've currently said to you, it's got 2,375 million active users. Now that's going to be a chunk of your target audience. LinkedIn, depending on what your business is, your personality, LinkedIn's also a great option. But LinkedIn has 310 million compared to the thousands that we're talking on Facebook. YouTube, so we have a YouTube channel for our business. YouTube's really important. We all need to be, when we're doing our videos onto Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, we need to be saving all these. We need to be uploading them all onto YouTube. We need to be SEOing. So if you don't know anything about SEOing, basically it's your keywords. You need to be putting all these into your videos. So you are high, you're ranked higher when people are searching. So for example, with my videos on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, on my website, they're all SEO'd in the same way. And what that means is they're congruent. And when people are searching for property investment in Sheffield, that is highly likely to appear. So choosing your social media platform, what I would do if you're completely new to this is I would write down exactly what your business is. You need to identify your target market. And then from doing that, I would decide on which social media platforms to concentrate most of my time. But Facebook has to be one of them, definitely has to be one of them in this day and age. Facebook is is massive in the world of social media and YouTube. They're my two go-to. And like I say, we also use Instagram, Twitter occasionally, and LinkedIn is a focus of ours that we're also pushing at the moment. Maybe you're in the fitness world or you are uh, into cakes, that type of thing. Pinterest is a fantastic platform for visuals as well as Instagram Um, and people also use Snapchat. We don't particularly use Snapchat that much in our business um, but some people do depending on your demographic. So potentially you may have a younger demographic of person you're trying to target. So 
Pinterest and Snapchat could potentially be the platforms for you. But like I say, you really need to sit down, focus on how you want to market you and your business, identify your target market, and then from there we can come up with the conclusion of which social media platforms you need to be investing your time in. E is all about engaging content. So the fourth step in the system is E, which is engaging content. Now you can do this in a variety of different ways. But one thing I will say to you is there is no one fix for all. Everyone is different. Whatever post I put on may not, you may not engage with your target audience and things that you put on which work really well for yourself also may not engage with my target audience. So it really is about you, your personality and the content and value you can add to somebody. So if you're in the property world, for example, I do a lot of social proof videos. These are really important for any business, social proof of what you're doing. So projects that you're currently working on have worked on in the past, the before and afters, the figures, they're really key things um, for social proof. Going out there, talking to people about what you're doing. So tell everybody what you do. This applies to any industry. Tell everybody what you do because somebody might know someone who wants to obviously work with you and your services are a benefit to them. Other things we do, so we do things that have worked well, things that haven't worked so well. So giving really honest updates on things that haven't worked well, for me personally, gets great engagement. Just, you know, the thing with social media is it likes to, we all like to portray the perfect life. In reality, this is not the case and it is in business. We don't have a perfect business plan. It's not all going to go the way we want it to it's hard it's not easy some days you feel like well everyone's got this perfect business and why are I succeeding like them well they're not being honest let's be honest <laughs> having your own business and being a business owner is difficult it has peaks and troughs and the great thing about the community that I'm involved with is when we have the the troughs that we all pull together and see each other through that so maybe you could set up your own property, your own community in the business that you're in. So Facebook groups are a great way of doing that to connect with your customers as well. So Facebook groups is something we've started doing. Um, we've also set up WhatsApp groups for people so we can engage with our direct market. So these are great marketing tools that you can use for your customers um, and your potential clients. What other things that work? So engaging content. Video is king. Absolutely. Video is king. But the great thing with a video is you can, you can chop it down into 15 other bits of content. Now, you can do this yourself. You can outsource this on Upwork or Fiverr or people per hour. And they will just chop and change it into 15 bits of content. So you can do snippets, full videos, text, images. You can upload it onto different social media platforms. So obviously Instagram's a lot shorter than Facebook. If you can do video, master video, and be confident with video, and the one thing I would say relating to my previous episode with Gary Das, none of us start off confident on social media videos, but the only way you get confident is by doing this stuff. If I can do it, you can do it too. What I like to do for my content, so if you're struggling for bits of content, you're thinking of ideas, I carry around a little notebook with me. Any question someone asks me, I write down. That's a bit of content. That's a bit of content I can give back to my community of people. Anything I'm doing, anything that hasn't worked well, 
anything I'm thinking of doing but are unsure, I will try and engage with people asking for their feedback and also the results I've had. So how far have I come in a certain length of time? Because just remember there are people out there that are like, you feel like they're light years in front of you. But in, re in reality, I might be more relatable than, say, for example, someone who's got a multi-multi-billion pound business because I'm only a few steps in front of somebody else. And that's important. If you're thinking you've got no value to give, just think there's always somebody newer in your niche and in your industry than you. So good engagement, documenting your journey, diarising what you're doing. Why should people invest with you in your business? Your success and failures. And my last thing on that one is always be honest. So I hope that's been helpful for you. My name's Laura Muse and this is the Social Propertypreneurs podcast and I will see you all next time.